Welcome to the FinTech and Digital Banking Podcast by BCG Platinian. Your hosts are Annika Melchert and Nora Hocker. Join them as they talk to hand-picked FinTech experts about the future of banking. If you ever wanted to know why modern co-banking systems are born in the cloud, then it's your chance to listen in right now. Welcome to another episode of the FinTech and Digital Banking Podcast. Today with Anton Langbrook, General Manager from Mambu. So, our listeners, hardly any other fintech is tied so strongly to the terms next generation of cool banking and cloud first as Mambu is. In general, they provide a cool banking infrastructure based on a software as a service model. And in December last year, they even reached a valuation of more than 5 billion euros, making it one of the unicorns in Germany. So, If you haven't come across Mambu directly, for sure one of your banks are using Mambu. They have a broad range of customers such as N26, Raiffeisen Digital Bank, and also the banking as a service providers such as Solaris Bank. In today's episode, we will focus on the implications of customer experience and operability when having a modern co-banking system, how incumbent banks can migrate from a traditional to a modern co-banking system, and also how to realize software as a service if the regulator imposes restrictions in terms of hosting locations. So welcome, Anton. It's great having you here today. Hi, thank you. I'm very excited to be here today and and have a fantastic discussion, in-depth discussion about uh, the co-banking landscape and the future of banking in general. Hi, Anton. Also from my side, uh, great having you here. So let's directly jump into our questions. And you already mentioned it, core banking system. So we obviously also have some non-banking fintech expert listeners. So maybe let's start with a simple question. How would you explain a core banking system in simple, non-technical terms? Uh, That's always the hardest question to get, right? Because we are in a day-to-day business, we are constantly thinking about technology and in in depth and in details, financial products and so on. So how would I explain it? Um, What we deliver to banks in general is you basically have a ledger where all of your client data will be stored in, your financial products will be set up in, and which enables you to really act fast on market changes. So that is more coming from a business perspective than really looking at the technical details of it. Obviously, technical details are a big part of uh, how we enable our clients. Um, But in general, it is about configuration instead of development, low code. And at the end of the day, speed is is the essence of our story. Could you maybe even say that... um I know it's maybe not so non-technical, but the core banking system is like an ERP for a bank um, that compared to what a, an ERP is for a manufacturing company. Mm, more or less, although there are some some distinctions in both. I would just uh, call it the legal ledger for a bank. So all the client data is available. All the financial products that you bring into the market are set up and available in there. So it's not a full ERP kind of system. And it's also not, if you would look at what financial uh, ledgers do, it's also not comparable in that. But at the end of the day, all legal and regulated data a bank is storing is basically held in a core banking system. So it's the backbone or the heart of a bank. So 
Mambu always claims to be like the, an, a next generation core banking system or a modern core banking system. How does your platform differentiate from a classic uh, then so-called core banking system? Uh That's a question we get a lot, and uh, I'm very in, I'm in a fortunate position that I worked for, let's say, the more traditional core banking providers in the past. So I've got a pretty good view on the on the main differences. So first of all, what what next gen core banking providers do is obviously we are born in the cloud. That's the first differentiator. So we're cloud native. Our architecture is set up in cloud, which allows. Uh, basically for more flexibility when moving into cloud. I think that that's a differentiator. The second differentiator is that all of our clients, uh, over 235 currently worldwide, run on exactly the same software version. That means that in future, every new functionality that we develop and deliver becomes automatically available for all clients at the same point in time, which they then can choose to use this functionality or not to use this functionality. That means that the cost structure for a bank is much more controllable when it comes on, on the run cost and change cost of the system. I think that's the second big differentiator. The third one is that we believe in configuration instead of customization. I'll give you one small example. Um, our products are that are configurable in a way that we have more than 30,000 different loan products within our platform, even without any kind of code development is required. That, of course, allows then the banks to go to market extremely fast with new products. Talking about the product itself, how did your product and service offering evolve over the years? Well... Mambu actually started with, with the idea of providing microfinancing for the unbanked people who were living in, let's say, the Africa, um, Southern America, Asia. So that was basically the idea, the vision of providing uh, banking services uh, to these regions. Um, but at that point, we saw that there were a lot of other fintechs and banks actually in, in other regions that were interested in cloud uh, banking. So we started to build out from a lending, pure microfinancing lending platform, we build out into, let's say, the daily banking. So we were offering current accounts, we were offering consumer loans, and that evolved over the last, let's say, 11 years uh, since we started. Um, that also means that we started to address different client segments throughout the world uh, and, and financial institutions. So actually, we do not only service financial institutions, but we also service big retailers in some areas. You already mentioned your cloud focus. With Mambu as the first cloud-based co-banking system provider, what are the other parts of the technological basis for Mambu? What are your technological differentiators? Um, yes, if you look at, obviously, the cloud enables a lot of API connections. And actually, in our architecture, every field is configurable via an API. I think that is something which is extremely, from a technology point of view, allowing a lot of flexibility. And it also allows you to interact very quickly and easily with third-party components or within the financial institution or outside of the financial institution. It also allows basically to integrate very quickly with other fintech or with other, let's say, uh, software providers in market. And also the maintenance around this 
operating, of course, then allows you to be very flexible. And actually, at, from a cost perspective, the integration of a core banking system, if you would compare it with, let's say, a traditional provider and with Mambu, there we are a more cost-efficient than the traditional players because the interfaces that we have built in the past in, in banking and the interfaces API-based connectivity is obviously uh, much more transparent and e more easy to maintain over time. Yeah, and it's way easier to build your ecosystem around. Yes, actually, for Mambu, we really, and the ecosystem is a very good point. So how does Mambu actually localize our services? Because we, we act in multiple jurisdictional regions, so they're under different regulatory regimes. And there, of course, every country is a little bit different when it comes to regulatory reporting, when it comes to uh, payments, when it comes to currencies. And that's exactly where Mambu uses its ecosystem for. So just to give you an example, in Germany, we uh, have integrations with, let's say, the big players in the market when it comes to regulatory reporting. But the same we have in the Netherlands, the same we have in Austria and other pieces uh, in the world. So we are working a lot together with local ecosystem players to be able to serve as the local banks and uh, local compliance and, and regulatory uh, uh, regimes. So that does mean, as you previously mentioned, that every customer runs on the same version of Mambu. So any customer could theoretically enter any market from a systems perspective using your ecosystem. Did I get that correctly? Absolutely. So that's one of the big advantages our clients have. You can actually consolidate multiple countries running on one core banking system with an ecosystem that provides you then the localization for each single market. Um, and that is exactly what some of our clients do. So some of our clients basically have started with one country to go live on one platform, localizing using our ecosystem, and then moved into a second, third, fourth, and fifth country. Uh, and then localizing again on the uh, local regulatory givens, or let's say the local currencies. Um, we see a lot of more traditional banks now getting interested in this. So a lot of uh, traditional banks have local infrastructures, which we are now bringing on one overall platform covering multiple countries from one core banking system. In the past, that was almost impossible due to the inflexibility of integration and also of the inflexibility of the code of a certain core banking system. So localization has always been a very expensive and a hard decision for a bank to choose to extend markets. And with Mambu, this hurdle uh, is actually no longer uh, no longer there for the banks. That sounds convenient, doesn't it? I mean, we were talking about software as a service um, in the end, aren't we? So you previously also mentioned maintenance and that um, customers using Mambu spend less money on operations in the end and on maintenance. How can I imagine now if you upgrade to a newer version, for example, in the past, especially incumbent banks with classic core banking systems had quite uh, some trouble when the, the, the core banking system provided, provided a new upgrade and it meant some downtime, quite some upgrade efforts. How can I imagine a new version from Mambu being rolled out? Well, actually, you as a bank, you don't have to do anything. So actually, we operate the cloud environment 
we uh, we don't work with the classical releases. So it's a continuous uh, loop of basically releasing new functionality to all of our banks. And, and there is no migration in that sense required, as, as you mentioned, which we have seen. Sometimes an upgrade of a traditional core banking system feels more like a new implementation or actually feels like a, a large-scale project, which can actually cost um, heavily. Um, and, and that change cost is, is no longer there. Also, the maintenance cost of new versions is no longer there because we provide everything we release to everybody. And that is actually included in the commercial offering that we have from day one. So you actually, as a as a client, if you buy into the Mambu platform, you're not only buying into technology, but you also buy into an, an endless loop of an ecosystem which is expanding and also buy into an, uh, an endless loop of innovation. Because whatever we learn in all the markets that we are active in, that is what we integrate back into our system. So we work very, very closely together with all of our clients and, and discuss future functionalities. And based on that, we basically then uh, bring that in development and roll it out to all of our clients. So everybody benefits from the innovative power of different uh, regions in the world and innovative power of all uh, all banks, which actually then leads to more efficiency, a simplification of your technical infrastructure. And it also leads to basically getting access to whatever the trends in the financial market are. And if you have a very modern core banking system, you can react on changes in the financial market. But even more importantly, you can react on the wishes of your client base in specific regions. Your client is an interesting topic I want to follow up on. Obviously, we also as consultants had to do with Mambu, um, especially in the context of fintechs before. But what you're explaining right now sounds also like it could be very attractive to incumbent banks. Um, do you already have some reference clients um, that would be linked rather to the incumbent banking scene, not the fintechs Annika mentioned in the introduction? Yes, that, that is actually uh, a very interesting point. So in the beginning, Mambu has been seen by fintechs as more as, or by the market as a kind of a fintech supplier, and, and that is the case. So in, in the past, we have been doing a lot of greenfield operations, so starting from scratch, which obviously from a, a technology perspective, a startup bank is much more easy to set up from a technology perspective, but also uh, basically building a new house goes faster than actually um, replacing uh, the whole infrastructure of your house. So from, from that specific uh, angle, we learned extreme lot about rollouts, implementations, and then actually we got more and more requests from incumbent banks because they learned what we have done, our go-to-market speeds and time-to-market other banks have learned from that and approached us to say, okay, can you also replace or partly replace our, let's say, legacy infrastructure? And actually what we see now, especially if we talk about uh, the European region, what we see now is that the incumbent banks come to us actually if they want to replace, let's say, some traditional core banking system. So the last projects we are doing currently are replacements of legacy infrastructure. Um, that That is a challenge for banks, obviously, because they've spent uh, a lot of uh, effort and time into sometimes customizing the, the legacy core banking infrastructures. And they now then need to more 
adopt to the modern technology, which which is a challenge. But the benefits of migrating to a modern co-banking platform by at the end with the end goal of servicing your client base is weighing more heavy than actually staying and building out your uh, legacy infrastructure. We already done multiple uh, migrations from multiple legacy core uh, banking providers. And um, we do that in, in cooperation with, with a lot of partners um, which support us actually in the technical data migration because we are not a technical data migration specialist, but therefore we then get in our partners in specific regions who help us uh, doing this. I imagine such a migration to be pretty complex and, and long-lasting. How fast um, can this work actually from your experience and maybe as a follow-up even, uh, what are the biggest challenges you see when migrating from a classic core banking system to Mambo? Yeah, so that's a pretty hard question to answer because we are dealing not only with, let's say, uh, retail banks only, we also deal with universal banks, uh, basically who are offering corporate banking, retail banking, they might offer trading, etc. Um, so based on that, I would now just focus a little bit on retail banks only. So banks who would offer current accounts, who would offer a consumer credit, who might offer a mortgage. Um, if we look, just look at those and just pick a, pick a bank, let's say up to 500,000 clients, just to create a kind of a reference. Obviously, Uh, to set up the Mambu system next to the legacy system that, and configure the financial products, the end products, that is basically a project of, let's say, two to three months. So that is extremely fast, uh, faster than traditional players. But the risk, obviously, is in, in the data. We see that a lot of legacy core banking systems, as I mentioned, have been customized over time. A lot of data is irrelevant maybe for the future co-banking system because some of the financial products are no longer being provided to the market. You might think of data which has not been cleaned very well over time. So the, the data migration itself, that is where the, the biggest effort and also the risk is in. Therefore, we have uh, developed uh, for multiple uh, legacy co-banking systems A process together with with some consulting partners on how to do that automatically, but very much under control of the three parties involved. So of our partner, of the bank, and of course uh, uh, us as a technology partner. So it would be obviously the data migration itself where the most time is in. Also the most testing is required because quality assurance here is of the absolute uh, uh, most importance. And we have done core banking transitions actually from uh, moving away from a legacy core to a, let's say, our platform in six months up to, let's say, nine months. The more complex, obviously, your bank is, the more ecosystem gets involved. So if you have a broader ecosystem to integrate, uh, that obviously uh, takes some time. Uh, but actually, the, for us, what we see is that most of the times the banks themselves can basically uh, steer the migration. So there are multiple ways of migrating. You could do a, a big bang, which, which we're not the biggest fan of. We actually look like uh, migrating, let's say, business line for business line or product for product. And there's a lot of advantages in, uh, on doing that. So you can already onboard your new clients and new business 
on the uh, new infrastructure and then migrate your legacy data and legacy products one by one. That minimizes risk. It will, over time, uh, from a time perspective, take a little bit more time, but it reduces, of course, uh, the risk of, of losing day-to-day -day business. But still, being able to migrate within six to nine months, this seems quite quick compared to the mega projects usually building the base for a traditional CBS migration. And I assume this mostly includes a shift from an on-premise environment to a cloud-based one, correct? Yes, absolutely. I observe that this is still one of the never-ending topics in banking. So from your point of view, and please be honest here, what are the key challenges banks are having? How do you see the future development in the area of cloud computing here? Yeah, let me go back a couple of years. So I started working for a, a software company, a legacy core banking provider, and I tried to position their cloud core banking systems as well. And, and the first, let's say, when I started in, in Dacht and rolling it out with my colleagues at the time, we did not get any access to board meetings or because everybody was like, oh, cloud, that, that's not really working for financial services. The regulatory was pretty much unclear. And today it's very much different. Now banks actively uh, recognize the benefits of running on cloud. If, if you just look at, at scalability, if you look at all the standard things I think everybody already discussed about, all the benefits that it offers to banks, and not only to banks, but in general, uh, you can't look away from it. The flexibility of it, the way that you operate the system. But it, I think the biggest challenge here for the current, let's say, the incumbent banks who are used to running big infrastructures, the complexity is actually then on the mindset and the change of the functions of your IT departments. The IT departments need to understand if, if they use cloud, it doesn't mean they're not required anymore. Actually, their role is, is just being different, but not less important uh, because you need to manage your ecosystem. You need to more monitor and make sure that you audit your providers much stronger than you did in the past. So it's just a change in, in the way of working. And if you have an IT, um, let's say an infrastructure where you've been working on for years and years, where you put a lot of investment and emotions in, I mean, that is then a challenge to move away from it. Uh, but I think now everybody sees the benefits of, of using cloud. The thing is where to start. If you look at a classical bank, where do you start? What do you move in cloud first? So develop a cloud strategy first. Is, is something where everybody needs to start with, then actually do a kind of a health check on your infrastructure. So where do you have the most benefit from on moving into cloud? If you just move a very small piece of your infrastructure to cloud to start with, obviously the cost benefits are not that great in, in, in the beginning. But as soon as you expand your cloud usage and uh, indeed reach a, a certain point uh, and amount of scale, then you absolutely will, will see the benefits of interconnecting with third parties, et cetera, et cetera. Although Mambu has its base in Africa and Europe, we've seen quite a few clients across the Middle Eastern region catching up on their banking platform and even consider using Mambu. What's your perspective on tech and banking in KSA or the UAE market and their development towards a cloud-based API-first ecosystem? Yeah, so what we have seen here, Mambu has its own office in Dubai, we're pretty much close to the market and we see an enormous growth in this market also for Mambu. 
cloud here, obviously, like let's take Saudi Arabia as an example, there are some regulatory challenges that we are overcoming right now. And one of the things is the benefits that our clients see is that we are developing strongly towards Islamic banking to provide all the specifics in that area of the business. But also they have seen that if they want to go to market quickly or change the the way of banking for their clients, that they need a very strong technical partner on the back end. So we've seen investments in the front end. Uh, Obviously, that makes the experience of the end customer much better, but uh, it only works if you have a modern backend. So you need to have real-time updates, etc. And actually, to enable working together with with clients in that region, we actually extended our cloud offering. That means that we do not only run on Microsoft or on AWS or on on Google Cloud, but we also have availability here on, on Oracle Cloud which then enables clients to uh, fulfill regulatory requirements in these regions. Um, if you look at the future here, I think there's, it's an, a very huge growth market, not only in, in MENA, but also if you look at North Africa, for example, there is still a, a big ask for uh, moving into digital banking. So away from, let's say, the traditional way of doing business. Also, the wealth management in this area is definitely a strong growth area where Mambu can, can help their clients with. Um, so I think the future for cloud core banking in that specific region is is looking bright, although still some challenges on the regulatory side of things. But that that is something which will will stay with us for a couple of years, not only in that region but actually worldwide. Anton, that's a very interesting answer. Keeping in mind the Saudi Vision 2030, it's great to hear that running Mambu or Oracle Cloud is possible. But will there also be any other options in the Middle Eastern region? Um, obviously, the other hyperscalers are possible, but what we don't do, and I think that's pretty much important, so we, we do not do private cloud uh, deployments. So we run on bigger infrastructures, and there you can choose, obviously, for a shared environment or for a dedicated environment, but we, we do not go and uh, deploy on private clouds. That's something we have not on our roadmap. Actually, for the model Mambu to work, We need to be able to operate and keep you updated with all the new functionalities. And if we would move into private cloud, we cannot ensure that you will stay on the same version as anybody else. So it's actually to stay close to our vision and in our beliefs and culture of of working, we only deploy on, on public cloud. So private cloud is not on the roadmap, but I obviously want to know uh, what is on your roadmap. Uh, what are the next big things we might hear from Mambo? Yeah, without going going in, into too much, I think big topics obviously are crypto enablement. So that's where we already have some clients in this space. We are developing uh, their all the capabilities for for clients. And that is something we will bring out pretty, pretty early. So you're the first to learn about uh, Mambu and, and the crypto space that we will enable clients uh, on, on having a core banking system, which is fully crypto enabled, which absolutely uh, not a lot of players in the market can do currently. Um, if you look at the, uh, and I just mentioned already the developments around Islamic banking, and obviously we are following the the way the financial market is going and due to the flexibility of our system and due to the flexibility of our development teams and the skills we are able to pick up on market trends extremely fast 
So, for example, on the buy now, pay later, which we've seen in the past develop, we have extremely uh, well reacted on this and, and rolled out buy now, pay later as one of the first in market. And that obviously we will continue uh, to do. That's interesting to hear. And actually, I, I remember that on a previous project, uh, I was also looking for the Mambo Roadmap and you even have it publicly available for clients, haven't you? Uh, yes, we do. Yeah. We, are, we are very transparent. So if you would go on the Mambo website, I mean, we publish all APIs. From that perspective, we are very much more transparent than traditional uh, software companies. So we also give clients a lot of flexibility to add to the roadmap uh, because we don't see banks and financial institutions as our clients. We actually really try to interact and work with them as partners. As I said uh, earlier, what we do is we follow the developments within our clients on a very close by. That means if, if there is innovation or innovation requests or market changes, we pick up under that and then try to provide it to our whole partner base not only ecosystem, but also all of our client base and release these kind of functionalities for everybody. So moving rather into co-creation mode um, than just a services provider. Absolutely. Um, the, the big reason for it is that what we have seen in the past with legacy providers is that banks obviously sometimes feel the need to customize a product or a specific functionality. Um, and, and therefore, we actually developed a product factory, which is completely configurable. We obviously seen it, but we're also seeing the difficulties if you are one of the clients of a legacy co-banking provider and you're on a very much different version because you have invested so much in customization. It becomes very cumbersome, expensive to move away from this co-banking platform. But if you look at the market development, it's you can't avoid moving away from these 30, 40-year-old core banking systems at a point in time if you want to stay competitive, if you want to be able to roll out new functionality. I mean, the world of finance is moving much more faster than it did 20 or 30 years ago. My personal belief is that we will see that banks will be more specialistic, so to say, so they will be more focusing on their main products instead of trying to be a, a universal bank and doing everything. Fintechs are basically forcing them into it. We've seen the success of uh, retail banks only, like an N26, the growth that they uh, went through. And other banks, if they want to follow that growth, they need to be able to follow the rollout of new functionality and the customer experiences that these, let's say, neobanks provide to their end clients. Talking of growth, I mean, obviously... Looking at the past, let's say, 10 years, um, there's been a, a steep growth in fintechs um, across the world. However, especially this year, obviously, we, we see some different market developments. Um, we, we see the first funding rounds being cancelled. We see valuations being being decreased on the market. How do you assess this current development and what is the impact on Mambu? Well, actually, of course, we have in our portfolio a lot of fintechs and, and a lot of new banks and, and new players on market. We still see that growing. So we still see uh, the banking applications, for example, in a region like DAG, uh, people who apply for banking license, that number is not really decreasing. Uh, but indeed, we see more difficult uh, on the risk capital is, is decreasing, obviously. So funding rounds are harder 
On the other hand, I don't personally think it's bad for the market just to see a little bit of slowdown over it. And at the end, it will improve actually the services for our end clients. You need, you need to fight maybe a little bit harder to be successful, which I don't think is a, is a bad thing. On the other hand, it also opens up a recession, also opens up ways for different services to clients. So I think innovation actually will not only be driven in, in a market where capital is available, but also even maybe even be more driven in an economic situation where it's harder to earn money than it was in the, in the days before. So actually, on the other hand, the, the people who are investing into fintechs, the capital is still available. The question is now only how to divide it and when to divide it. On Mambu itself, it has not yet had a real impact. We still talk with founding companies in all spaces. Um, we still see a growth. But of course, you're right. We uh, One of the, the, the reasons for us as well is to expand into the more incumbent markets. First of all, is that we believe that our clients uh, have a benefit of it uh, cr- across the board. But we also see that actually the, the more the incumbent banks are now actually at the point in time that they learn from the fintech space and they actually have some assets which helps to do a transformation. So you still look into the future in a, in a rather optimistic way, don't you? Uh, absolutely. I think the future of fintechs is still bright. Of course, there is a dip in a market and there would be a dip in every market at any point in time. Just because we now see in the crypto space as well that the market is getting tougher, it doesn't mean that a market will disappear. I think it will, on that specific front, it will possibly uh, take a, a reset. We will see some regulations coming in place, which actually helps you as an end customer, as a user. So from that perspective, I believe that the future is extremely uh, still bright because technology will become more available to a larger group of companies. I really like the mindset, also seeing the challenge as an opportunity that very much resonates with, with our company mindset as well. Thank you so much for being our guest today, Anton. Really looking forward to watching the further development of Mambu and of course the fintech market in general. Yes, and, and thank you for having me here today. And um, I hope everybody uh, can pick one of, or two little things out of my thinking and, and the way Mambu works. And we're looking forward on uh, on possible next discussions. Thank you for these insights. And to our dear listeners, in case you are not yet following us, please don't forget to hit the follow button. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the FinTech and Digital Banking Podcast by BCG Platinian. BCG Platinian, your experts on IT strategy, modern technology architecture, and state-of-the-art banking. The digital future is now. For more information, check bcgplatinian.com.